let's talk about some civil war. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It was so emotional. So many feelings happened with watching this movie. I had all of the feels. Yeah, Hell yeah, so many dude. different sides, and I can see everyone's point and their side, but I definitely picked one over the other. Who? But... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on real quick. You lead into something that I was going to go into, so go ahead. Whose side were we on going into the movie, and who did we leave the movie with? Corinne. Lady Slade. I understand both sides of this. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole let's be political and let's, you know, have our our political backing from the United States. And then the whole let's do what's right. And I I was torn throughout the whole movie. I think I started with with, uh, Captain America and then I slided a little bit with Iron Man. And then I kind of came back around. That's my feelings. Anyone else? Okay. I started on Team Cap, and I ended on Team Cap. <laughs> I stand with Captain America. I sided for a middle bit, a little bit in the middle. I just think with you know, with with what they're fucking up against, you know, it's like what's the what's the saying? Um, something about extraor- like extraordinary circumstances require extraordinary measures, and. Yeah, I'm like, as long as you don't come to my town. Oh. <laughs> Viking. The whole political part of it, deciding, I'm sorry to interrupt, but. No, no. Yeah, the whole political part of it, it blows my mind. The whole, I'm sorry, go ahead. Viking. No, if you've, excuse me, if you have a point. Lady to Slade lost the thread. I sure yeah. did. Uh, Viking. Okay. Um, I am like, with Randall, I was team Captain America from the beginning and to the end. and And I understand the politics that they tried to push through that there are innocent victims that are being uh, harmed as a result of uh, you know the Avengers trying to stay on top of these insurmountable forces that they cannot control all they can do is fight them but the way I saw it was you know what there's there's casualties in war and you can't reign in the gods that's right you know you you cannot it's just the way it is, you know? So, uh, yeah, and, you know, Captain America, yeah, of course, because, uh, yeah, because Captain America. <laughs> All right, I'm going to weigh in here. I was Team Iron Man the whole fucking way. Ah, really? Are you okay. fucking I was, for real? All right, oh, I was Team Iron Man going in because, God damn it, like, Tony, Robert Downey Jr. really emotes. He really, I mean, he brings so much to the screen, and, and... And I, 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 I wavered. I vacillated a little bit in the middle. I was like, uh, Team Cap. So you're with me. I'm 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 totally in your camp there. I was really like he made a really good point, you know, he says that, you know, sometimes the best hands are still our own. Which I was really right there, but they fucked some shit up. I mean they tore New York up, they fucked DC up, they 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 buried Sokovia in bodies, and then you know, again they're still they're still out there. They're still fighting the good fight, and I totally condone what they were doing. But in the end, I was back on fucking Team Iron Man. Be- oh, man, that fight at the end of the movie was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. And I have to do a quick, like, quick comparison. Okay. I'll do that just here in a quick second. Very much Iron Man. I Again, I vacillated there in the middle with, with Cap, and then I was, I, I, I'm still Team Iron Man. I think Cap... All of his good intentions aside, he's blind. He's blind to uh, to to the destruction that he and everybody else can can sow in the world. 
But they're cleaning up the mess that someone else made. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, oversight, I think, is good for any committee. You know, working unbound but is always a bad an idea. An argument can definitely be made that most of the problems that they happen to experience could be traced back to governmental problems yeah, exactly. in the first place. Harris, so putting the government more in charge of it makes absolutely no none. sense. Harrison that, is against freedom. Yes, Harrison yeah, is... Yeah, that's right. Harrison <laughs> that's is no right. longer America. That's Harrison, right. is not, Harrison is Russia. No, I, I am voting for Bernie, so... <laughs> I, I just have to throw a quick comparison. Everybody here on the panel saw Dawn of Justice, yes? No. Batman no. v Superman. Nope. Fuck. Okay. Negatory. Randall, you and I saw this together. You and I saw this together. And the run times for both films, Randall, you and I can can show on this for a minute, is just four minutes off. Dawn of Justice was four minutes longer. And it should okay. and it should have been like minutes. thirty-five no, minutes shorter. No. And my point here and why I bring this up is that I literally looked at my watch five or six times during Dawn of Justice. Of course you did. Right. Okay, of course I did. Because that movie, okay, I already spoke about it, so I don't need to go into it again. But Civil War was over too quick. Yep. Yeah. Was over too quick. I didn't even realize that nearly two and a half hours had just fallen off of my life. I agree with that. Okay. And it was that good. Okay. So I'm gonna say something. All right. It's do do we know thing. who you are? Um, I hope so. But if people that are listening know who I am, that's another story. Who are you? Um, I'm, I've got like 80 billion names at this so your, point. So, so your name right now, what is it? <laughs> Shit. Okay, that's that's <laughs> still a good question. I'm currently simply sober, Sarah, like and that's it. gonna change. I um, I agree with that too as well. Okay, so um, all right, so I went into the movie thinking that there was a distinct possibility that I would be Team Iron Man. And then pretty much as soon as the movie started, that went out the fucking window. Oh. So were you so, undeci- were you undecided when you walked into the movie? No, no. I just I thought I thought that like because I'm I went into it and I'm like, it makes sense. But then I think maybe I'm. I try and be a super analytical person, but sometimes it's just like squishy. You're a, you're a natural. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck your shit, both y'all. I will punch you both in the dick. I have no problem with it. Cut punch. Yes. <laughs> and so, <laughs> fuck you both. Okay, but I was supporting. No, no, no. Those two. No, okay. no. She's You're talking fine. to the penises on the panel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will. Fellow vagina. Yes, yay vagina. Um, <laughs> the estrogen is strong in this one. It's not. Right. Um, but. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Trying so hard not to cackle right now. <laughs> okay, um, side note. Keep letting her continue. I am, and I, I've told Harrison this because actually I went to go see it with Harrison when he saw it for the second time. I don't yes. know if he's seen it anymore since. No, I've not. But um, he kind of ruins it the second time. No, no, no. It was it was so, just as good. So I just uh, as good. Yeah, I went with Harrison to see it when he saw it the second time, and I told him about how fucking excited I am about Spider Man. Oh yeah, because, it was cute. Because oh, yeah. straight up. Oh, yeah. Every, they addressed every single fucking problem I have had with a Spider-Man movie ever. Yes. And like, and the the bullshit that was Tobey Maguire <clears throat> Spider-Man. When yeah, I know. Like, um. Oh no! If, I, if if you mean bullshit by like the third act of his run as Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, oh well, yeah. no, that was just a whole nother level of awful. Okay. Yeah. But, because because um, because the second one the was second, fucking magic. The second one was yeah. all right. Magic. The first one pissed me off. 
it pissed me off. And here's why it pissed me off. The fucking webs. You do not get that naturally. You make that for yourself. The Spider-Man movies before this one were ignoring the fact that he was a nerd. It was just like, oh, he's a nerd. Oh, he's got powers. He's not a nerd anymore. No, no, that's bullshit. And the girl. I'm I'm, I'm glad you brushed on this um, simply sober, Sarah. I'm just going to call you the SSS. That feels awkward. Or, or the triple S, or I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out that's a little more. Is that like Hitler was a Catholic? You know, I, oh I, I, shut your fucking. Oh god, I'm so gonna punch you in the dick. Oh my god, right. no way. Like oh Sarah's god. a Catholic. All right, right turn. I, I think. I think. All right, all right. Let's let's go left here. Let's go left here. Let's get back on topic. I'm so gonna punch you in the I dick, Randall Aubrey. I, I swear to God. Are you? Shut your whore mouth. She's not a whore. I Could everyone her. casually shut the fuck up? Uh, yeah, no. I, anyway. I've been slutty on Could this show. Could everyone casually but, shut um, the fuck up? We'll talk well, about that later. Well, not this show, the other show. Yes. Um, I think we can all collectively agree that the best part or parts of the film were the introduction of Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty great. I'm going to contest mm-hmm. that. Okay. What do you Ooh. think was the best? The introduction of motherfucking Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. No, that hey, was pretty fucking. Quick rad. side note: Do you realize that Patrick Bozeman, who plays Black Panther, he's he's like forty. Just really? saying. Just yeah. saying. What? Black don't crack. Right. Yeah. You said that because I was going to. All I'm uh, saying is when is when T'Challa <laughs> stepped on the screen for the first time, my nipples got a little turgid. Oh, dude, dude, no. Yeah. This, no, he's this, so good. Yeah. Okay, Patrick Bozeman's a phenomenal actor, and he stole every fucking scene he was I in. Oh no, that's think Marvel real. could top themselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, because he is they've, fucking amazing. They've had amazing. a couple of. Eh, they've had one, maybe two flop. But it still works canonically. But fuck me, this was a good damn movie. I gotta and say, and again, yeah. I never looked at my watch. I was totally enthralled. It wasn't quite as humor laden as Joss Whedon does with his work. I agree. But it was still well, interspersed. No, the because this is the Russos. Yeah, I'm, I'm comparing the Russos to Joss here. It wasn't quite as humor laden, but the intersperses of humor. Oh the. The Beatle, <laughs> the fucking Volkswagen. Oh yeah, the yeah. Bucky's in the back seat. Wait, oh no, with the whole, can you move your seat back? <laughs> no. Yes, and then history. they go back to the whole romance thing between him and uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, the Carter girl. It's too and then good. He, and then, Beautiful. And then Sebastian Stan just kind of scoots over. <laughs> I mean, no, they did. I mean, when there was humor, it was brilliant. Yeah. Paul and, Rudd and, popping onto the scene as Ant Man. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, I know you know a lot of super people, but." Thanks for thanking of me. I <laughs> <laughs> was a yeah, no, it was adorable. I have no, to it wonder, was great. I have to wonder if that was an outtake that they just kept. Oh, you know Paul Rudd's it a was. sharp motherfucker. I have been I, watching Friends and seeing him. Oh no, and he's in the last like two seasons, right? Because yeah. he became like the unofficial seventh. I just read an article on that. It's so weird. Anyways. I loved him in Friends. Anyway, side note. I, I love him in general. Let's be real. He's like, quite right. funny. He's lovely. No, and he's been around Agreed. for ages. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we didn't see him Clueless. in uh, uh, The Curse of Michael Myers, like the second movie he ever did. I guess Lady Slade didn't. I, I did a puzzling look. But then there was Clueless. I mean, yeah, he was Clueless. a love interest to oh, uh, Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. It's like officially the first thing I saw him in, but I love horror films. So then I went and rewatched The Curse of Michael Myers. And I went, oh, hey, look, there's Paul Rudd. But I mean... Who isn't excited for he's Paul just, Rudd as the Ant-Man? He's just Again, earnest and, and lovely. And oh, and yeah. He was a well cast. He, he was great as Very well cast. Oh, very all, well. Their, no, all their casting's been incredibly brilliant. All their casting brilliant. has been brilliant. And I have to go I'm back happy. to Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Oh, God. He's Tom perfect. Holland. Oh, yeah. Caught this, this nerdy, angsty, kind of uncomfortable kid 
just, I mean, beautifully. I mean, the, it, and the, the interactions with him, I mean, you know that kid had to have been a bit starstruck being on set with so uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But you got to give mean, it up to him because he just, he held his own with Robert right there. He did a great like, job. Like, I would, if I if I ever he go to West it. Hollywood and I see Robert Day of Rowney Jr., uh, uh, Robert Downey uh, Jr., uh, well, exactly. yeah, and I hope one of you is there to see it because I'll be like, because that's what he'll say. Oh he'll, be like, he'll be like, it's Robert Dudu. And then I'll run over and be like, selfie. Selfie. It's like, hold on, I can't work my phone. It's like two buttons. I can't work my phone. Because I will literally have a collective shit for everybody I know who is like the big Robert Dudu. You're going to have a fangirl moment. Harrison is fangirling so hard. That was the first instance of them doing Marvel casting where I was just like, shit, they've got it. Oh my god! Because when um, oh, wait, you mean with Tom Holland? No. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. You know yeah. Tom Cruise so almost played yeah, the role of Iron Man. What the fuck? Thank the gods like, that didn't okay. happen. He but, petitioned like, hard for years. My oh. um, my ex boyfriend and I um, he's a complete and total nerd, much like myself. Um, I was uh, hanging out with him in an awkward time in my life. Um, right. but neither here nor there. And he's like, Oh my Anal god, did you beats. hear that? The, I digress. <laughs> Did you hear that they're making an Iron Man movie? I'm like, shit, really? And he's like, Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, oh my fucking god, that's awesome. So it's perfect. like, uh, uh, uh. and he's like, I was, he's like, I wasn't sure about it. And then I saw, um, I saw a leak of the trailer, and I'm like, really? Um, and then he showed it to me, and it was the part uh, where they're in the Humvee, and the guy's like, can I take a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. What, what the hell are you doing throwing up gang signs? And that that part right there, and I'm like, that that's the fucking character. That is yeah. the character. Uh, he knocked it. He's so, he's knocked it out of the park from day one. Like, yeah. and once they got him, and once they got Chris Evans as Captain America, oh, they, that was on too. Which mind you, I was reluctant the, because he'd already been the Human Torch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was reluctant. But when they got them, when they when they got those two in those roles together, to, and they could, and they got them to be able to stand next to each other, it really served to form the well, bedrock you know, of this whole fucking MCU oh, thing. Chris Evans almost didn't take the part of Captain America, but he and Robert Downey Jr. are actually good friends, and Robert convinced him to take the role of and Captain And now that America. fool doesn't want to do anything else. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no fucking he, awesome. He, uh, what, Chris or Robert? Chris. Chris. No, actually, so, so quick side note here. Um, a year ago, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor, and Robert Downey okay. Jr. had all been very vocal in saying that upon completion of their trilogies, their own respective trilogies, and the Infinity Gauntlet uh, duology, which it's two movies, you guys all know this, that they were, they were done. They were all done. Now, Robert is going to be in the new Spider-Man movie, Homecoming, next summer. <gasps> He's in it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to explore more of the story yeah. of how... He helps Spider-Man come of age. Becomes Spider-Man, which is great. Which is great. Um, Chris Evans has now been very vocal in saying that he would not mind playing Cap after the Infinity Wars. The only one who has been kind of mum is Chris Hemsworth saying anything more after the Infinity Man, Wars. he's pretty. Oh, shit. Okay, let's let's get back on topic here. Yeah. We've already totally expounded on how awesome Tom Holland was. We've already, uh, I mean, uh, I, I think we, we spent some time on... Uh, Chadwick Boseman, which I have to say a little further on Chadwick Boseman's uh, performance there. I was really worried about the East African accent. I heard that he was going to be speaking with an accent, but I think they did a beautiful job with yeah. that. Mm -hmm. True story. The the you know the interactions with him and the and the actor that play his father were were brief, fleeting almost. 
Super but emotional. You felt, it hit hard. You no, know, again, it emoted so much. You know, the son putting the hand to the or the father putting the hand to the cheek. You know, well and then done. getting very serious there for a minute, and then you know the hand clasp and Baba. You know, like he loved his father, and his father was a good man. I really, really appreciated how they built his character. They, in 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 the two and a half hours, they fleshed his character out enough mm-hmm. that I cannot wait to see the Black Panther film in 2018. Yeah. And you know, you know they're doing a trilogy. Oh yeah, because they don't. They don't do anything with just one movie. And this unless guy, it's the Hulk. And this guy's gonna yeah, right, poor Hulk. Unless it's this the Hulk. guy's gonna be ready to go the go the fucking distance too. I'm telling you. Oh, yes. he, I'm he so did, impressed with him. Chadwick Boseman did such a good job that I thought he was British. He <laughs> <laughs> has to be on okay, point. Okay, so I'm like, just let that one wash over you for a minute. So, but like, they gave you enough that you understood his motivation, but they didn't give you so much that you're like. No, I'm done. Like, they, they left enough there that you really want well, to see what happens next. At the end next. of the movie there, like, he he has, like, a moment of serious moral doubt. And then he and he, and he rebounds and he goes, you know, your grief and your angst have, have all consumed you. And I'm just not going to let that happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And the bit with Daniel Brohl is he's about to fucking take a bullet to his head. And he grabs him and stops. And he goes, the living are not done with you yet. Oh, Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Oh my, so good. He's such and, a and, powerful you know, presence. Even though screen. Daniel Brühl's character went completely off left from from where they have him in the comics, I thoroughly enjoyed the character. Oh yeah, no, I didn't get pissed. And no, that's, I was that's, fine with it. Yeah, that's absolutely fine with it. I, I wanted to talk about Daniel Brühl uh, after seeing him in that film last night. Uh, I love Daniel Brühl. Yeah. I think he's one of the best up and coming German actors in the scene right now. Yes. Inglorious bastard. Exactly. That's yes. all I'm saying. He was delightful. The first time I saw him in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards, yeah. I was like, I want to see what that guy does from here on out. And he's been in a lot of great films ever since. So I was really happy to see him playing a character in this. And, uh, and I really liked his character in this, even though he's a bad guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, you understand his motivation, too. Yeah. And, and, and when he talks about his motivation in the film to, to plot this thing against, uh, you know, the Avengers, you understand where he's coming from as well. And you, you do have sympathy for what he's doing. No matter how much you love your superheroes, you're kind of like, what would I do if the fucking Avengers dropped a city on my fucking family? Yeah, they they managed to tell an incredibly balanced and highly thought-provoking story out of of this where all of these three major viewpoints are are accounted for and the beautiful thing about and it wasn't cluttered and it wasn't it cluttered seem paced, no, it, didn't it didn't seem too it wasn't uh, underpaced it, was it wasn't forced it was, it was beautifully cut. done it wasn't and the contrived of, and the and the character of Zemo is the, that is the avatar for the audience mm-hmm. um where where you get to where you get to look at what they're doing through his eyes and make your own decision because his his whole character is an exercise in what would you do yeah. if your family was destroyed by people who who had seemed to have no regard for your life or your life or your family. That's one of the things I love about what Marvel seems to do. I mean, I like DC. Don't get me wrong. I ha- I have a lot of DC that I love, but for so much of it, it's the good guys are good, the bad guys are bad, and there's not a whole lot to it more than that but with marvel like you'll root for the bad guy sometimes like because you're just like no i'm i I get it um i would do the same thing and i'm 
you want to you want to be the Captain America in there, but you're not always going to be. So, yeah, <laughs> I find myself rooting for Loki a lot. Uh, yeah. Also, because Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. two reasons for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the long black hair. Is yes, it is. Oh, that's and, the, and his ability to dance. You seen that man dance? That no. man can dance. It's oh. it's the long black hair and the petty jealousy of an older brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. it's that it's 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 that thing that's like such a relatable thing, right? For so many for so many people that have siblings, yes, to have that like so well, much of brooding, what brooding is sexy sometimes. Well, so much of what's so much of what's driving him is a, so well. is a With jealousy and a need to be recognized, you know, by his by his peers, and how that drives him to have this crazy superiority and inferiority complex that that is propelling him to do so much of what he does, and that's what makes him so compelling. The best villains in anything that you that you read or watch or whatever are the ones who are firmly convinced of their own the righteousness of their own cause sure like, you're the hero in your own story you're always yeah. the hero in your own story when you can make the villain the hero of their own story in a way that's like really that's that's really compelling you get such a better you get such a better tale out of it it makes everything just so much more meaningful and uh like toothsome mm. I like that they did a really good job with this in Civil War, and I, I, I definitely have to say that this is the best thing that Marvel has done with the MCU so far. Yes. By far. Yes. They stepped the game up in an, inc in an incredibly major way that I don't think anybody really expected. I mean, there was no. so much hype, so much hype about this in the last six months, eight mm -hmm. months, and I was really skeptical. Yeah. I saw Age so of Ultron... And that one it didn't hit the off. same high marks that Avengers did. No, it's got a few really good moments, but it, it yeah, at the same time, it wasn't. You could very tell Josh was like, uh, he was worn down. He didn't have the flair. Yeah, he he wasn't drawn from the same magical pool of inspiration. And they stirred it up all over again in a really major way they with did. Civil War to set up some amazing shit. To and go. the they Russos, the Russos, have been very, very adamant in saying that. Their next foray, which is going to be, they're doing the Infinity Wars Part One and Two. Oh, good! Mm, they're sweet. doing the Infinity Wars Part One and Two. They get it, and then and they do, and they can. They've already they've already proven that they can do a solo-driven film with the Cap, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they've now proven that they can do a collective team film with Civil War. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's try. What were your favorite moments here about Civil War Viking? Okay, um, my favorite moment in Civil War uh, was when uh, Black Panther finally showed up as Black Panther, fully suited. Yeah, fully suited in that cat suit. He looked amazing. He, the costume, his, the costume is, is amazing. Incredible. Yeah. His agility and, and uh, the way he fought, I absolutely loved it. And, um, you know, uh, a big surprise for me in the film, seeing uh, Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. <laughs> I absolutely loved that. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it totally worked. Right. Yeah. So, you're unbelievably hot aunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I really hope they bring her back for the Spider-Man movie. No, no, I she, really, she really do. Yeah, awesome. she's signed. Tom, Tom, uh, just not to cut you off. Yeah. But, of course, you know, people sign contracts these days for, of like, course. multiple films. Yeah. They brought Tom Holland in because he's so young. Kid's 17. Yeah. They want him to grow in this role. So, guarantee so we're going to get a tentpole, okay? okay? We're going to get a trilogy. 
And do you think they're gonna like replace Marissa Tomei halfway through? Fuck no, no. they're not. Yeah. Fuck no, uh, they're not. No, but I mean they could, but that would be. They're bad. not gonna. And if uh, she knows, no, what, she's gonna knock it out. She's gonna her. knock it out of the park. You oh, can yeah. tell. She, if she knows what's good for her. So please. Yeah. And and of course, finally seeing a portrayal of Spider-Man that was actually Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think those were some of some of the best moments uh, from the film. And um, on a side note, uh, the dreams that I had about Captain America last night were awesome. Holding the chopper <laughs> to the fucking oh, helipad. No, no. He, does the, he does the switch. You know, he's like holding it with the forearm. Then he, oh. You see those muscles? Welcome yeah. to the gun show. Dude, that's totally going to be the cover of the super, Captain America Harlequin super novel. Oh, oh, super hot. I will write that novel. I have no problem oh, doing Lord. that. <laughs> Randall, give me your best. I think my favorite part of Civil War had definitely had to be the airport fight. Okay. That shit was so fun. They it's it it's so great to it was so great to just see that clash cuz it's it's as epic as the fucking comic books. And they did such a good job of getting all of the different characters to like fight each other. Everybody got ample screen time. Yeah, everybody got ample screen time in it, and it was a great mix and match of how the combatants would sort of go back and forth between different fights so you could see all of the different possibilities of how of how that kind of a battle would go down because everybody's always got the idea of like, oh, what, what would it look like if this dude fought this dude? What would it look like if this dude fought this dude? Like, da, 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 da. And they did such a great job of in, indulging all of that for everybody just a little bit in a way that felt really balanced and didn't and also did not take too long or felt like it took too long um again testament to the directing and the editing for this this the the editing in particular especially for that scene was just so on the money it's it the the because all that pacing comes from the editing of that i mean that 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 principal footage for that had to probably be like several hours of shit. Oh yeah. Dozens of hours of shit they probably oh, had yeah. to go through to, to pair all that down with all of the takes they had to do and then all of the CG that gets added and everything to that. That moment, that I don't know what that scene I think was maybe 10 or 15 minutes. It's it pretty, was 18 minutes long. 18 minutes long. And it's lengthy because it's a oh, big that's fight. A, yeah, that's a long fight scene. It that's is. A it, did, long, it didn't feel that long. It didn't feel it that long. It felt like five minutes. That whole movie worked very that well. That fight scene and felt it, like it, it five was very minutes, fluid. Dude. It, it was great. nicely. And my favorite part of the fight scene was watching Ant-Man turn gigantic. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty yeah. so oh, rad. No, the bit with Spidey. Hey, you guys ever see that really old movie? I think it was called Empire Strikes Back. Remember when they're on that snow planet and they like they wrap that cable around that thing's legs? It's like, oh, how old is this kid? I don't know. He's young. I didn't vet him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, I think I've got an idea. Oh, he kid might be on to something here. Oh my god. And they can fucking, fucking use that it's because it's duty free. Umbrella Corp. Brilliant. Disney. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Duty free Disney references for the MCU oh, yeah. from here oh, on yeah. out. <laughs> All right, Randall, that was your favorite. Simply sober, Sarah. Okay, um, so my absolute 100% favorite moment was uh, when um, when Tony Stark was in uh, had just walked in to Peter Parker's room and he's like, well, actually, like I didn't sign up for any like grants or any like that moment where he's just being super awkward and going, why the fuck are you here? I'm really excited about it, but why the fuck are you here right now? I loved that because it just showed the complete awkwardness and. 
I love the personal relationships that were happening. So when the fight scene was going on, the fight scene was awesome. Like even if there wasn't talking, it would be awesome. But the thing that made it was just like the quippy comments and the like the things they were saying to each other. That's totally what made it on the money. It would have been a great fight scene even on mute, but it was even better because of like the commentary. All the dialogue for the for the fight scene was great. And there are so many other great dialogue moments in the movie. Oh, yeah. And that whole scene with 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 Peter Parker and and Aunt May and mm-hmm. and Tony Stark and mm-hmm. in Aunt May's apartment was just so very so in her very facial, funny. Like she's like, yeah, just to, uh, Harrison's Harrison's. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna translate for Harrison mouthing and pantomiming yeah, on the mic right now because that's amazing. Radio. Our video people might have actually saw that. I forgot that there's a camera I don't, I don't rolling right now. So Sarah, you loved the interactions with 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 Tony and Aunt May. And then, and then, and then Tony and Peter. Yeah, because I mean, it was just, it like it's the whole idea of the. I mean, okay, so Tony Stark does not have the secret identity, but so no, many of them do, knows. and and it's playing into that something fierce, and it's always interesting to see how that works out. Yeah, and um, even if I can make arguments about why uh, Spider Man's an idiot about that, I because I can, um, but. The, it's always interesting to see how that plays out and sometimes they just like gloss over it but in this case they found a way to do it and, and I like that beautifully. oh yeah like I was you saw me after the movie I was hella stoked like uh, superhero movies always make me nervous because I have very strong opinions and I've read a lot of comic books yeah and and like as you as you guys were saying, it didn't go how it did in the comic book, but I still wasn't mad. Like, there's been so many cases where they've but like they've deterred away from it. I'm actually glad that oh, they took yeah. some creative liberties and made a different story. Well, you have yeah. to. You have to because there are a lot of key components in the comics. Yeah, characters. There are things that don't that translate from print to screen, and there are yes. things that don't translate well yes. from screen to print. So you have to make editorial changes. Like and that. and yeah, and and so I give forgiveness on some of it, but yeah. like. And but on this case, like there was nothing I found really wrong, and that's that's a so rare thing. Very impressive for me because there's, oh my god, I could go. X Men is something I could go into with anger. Well, we're, um, but you know, I'm not going to. We're going to cover X Men uh, in two weeks with the podcast. Another time. <laughs> so, Lady Slade. My feelings on this whole movie, I, I loved it. Um, I'm glad that it kind of went more the Avengers side than more of the um, Captain America side. I did appreciate that. But I had so many feelings and I kind of battled so many different sides throughout the throughout the movie, which was kind of exciting. So I, I liked the, the cinematography, I guess. Okay. I liked that the, the way that they portrayed the whole story. Um, but I'm happy with it and uh, I'm excited for where it goes. So you appreciate the technical side of it? I pre- the, the look and feel of it. The the technical side, the look and feel, and the feelings and how you know um, Iron Man and how the um, the the Winter Soldier and how that all tied in. I think it was so beautiful, and I had so many feelings and. It all was, the uh, feels. I was, finally, well I finally movie. care about Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. Right? No, that's yeah. so true. <laughs> though. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I did. Because for so long I gave so two shits true, about though. Bucky Barnes, and no. they finally yes. made me care. Okay, like I, I cared because of stuff I read. I didn't care because of the movie. Like, 
I, I felt nothing. I felt nothing compelling about that character in in Cap in the first Captain America well, no, and then in I'm, the Winter that's Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan, who's the actor who plays Bucky, who's the Winter Soldier. He um, he's really stepped up. He's yeah, gotten a yeah. lot better. I noticed and that. I've, and I've heard this kind of overall from a lot of people who were like, meh, in the Meh. beginning to, okay, Winter Soldier, badass. I'm in. I'm in. To this, like, okay. And if there's anybody who's going to come forward, don the shield of Captain America, it's either him or the Falcon. If I hope it's the, the Falcon. Mm-hmm. We, Same here. We, we'll, we'll, time will tell in a few years, but, but uh, Lady Slade. Overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm excited for where. Do you have like a, a specific piece that you really love? I liked the moment. I really liked uh, Black Widow's part in this movie. That she kind of was back and forth and kind of playing both sides oh, of yeah. the field. That's what I what I really enjoyed, and I'm excited she for her did own what film. She did best was the whole double agent thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the double agent feel and and uh, it made it real. It did. She's a fucking you could, you Judas. Could, you could see the duality, and I really, I really like. <laughs> no, that they she's my Judas, so it's okay. I love that they okay, explored Scarlet. somebody who was very much like very, very verbal and saying, you know what, you're right, to the team, to the party of people that you don't expect her to side with, and then oh, hey, she was just playing, yeah. Because yeah. really, think, she was. I don't, think, it, I don't yeah. think she was playing. She though. wasn't. She struggled no, with no, it, she, and she made a snap decision. In the middle of it, yeah. realized that she had picked the wrong I, side. It's which very I, human. And, and and just a quick side note, she actually played the role of Spider-Man, which that happened in the comics. Mm-hmm. That Spider-Man was Team Iron Man, but then became Team Cap. Mm. Like, mm. Um, we'll see what the, they the thing, I think the thing that they did with her was give her even more humanity, because like, yeah. The, yeah. there's so much where there's so much in the other movies where she's super cold. I mean, you know that she's got feels and everything, yeah. but she's super cold. And then that just gave her a level of humanity that they don't normally address with her. Yeah. She was pretty cold mm-hmm. in the, in the previous movie. Yeah. She so, played the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this case where it's just like, no, this is the right, or this is the right thing to do. Wait, no, maybe it's not like that whole, that whole kind of feel about it gave her more of a, of a rounded Relatable. emotional personality. And that that was really great. Also, can we say that the fact that that uh, uh, Wanda and Vision doing the um, when he was trying to cook for her was hilarious? Like, oh no! That that was yeah. No, I I, I really I really uh, and I'm gonna go into what I liked the most here in a quick second. I appreciate, I mean, very very much appreciate the fact that they're exploring the romance between Vision and Wanda, because that that I mean is is really big in the comics. They. Um, Wanda actually creates children out of like, their union because she Vision can't kids. reproduce. No, she's by magic. She creates children out of magic, a pair of twins. So weird. Not too dissimilar from her and her brother, Pietro, who's Quicksilver. That's so mm-hmm. weird. So, but, and, 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 but <laughs> and, and she, she like, somehow she takes like the molecular composition of him and takes her biology and fuses it together via magic and creates children Whoa. which again uh, later in the comics there it's found out to be some kind of nefarious scheme somebody got into her head and she goes nuts and then she kills off like half the MC universe by saying no more yep. mutants which is the House of M storyline mm-hmm. which if you haven't read the fucking House of M storyline do it is really good there's spoilers apparently. Oh, spoilers but I don't know they, uh, they won't be able to do that honestly what the MCU is doing with uh, with Scarlet Witch is they're basically she doesn't have magic she's got telekinesis mm-hmm. she can move shit with her mind 
She doesn't have hex powers. So this is this is the MCU's answer to not having the Phoenix. I, I, I really like what they did with her just because, like, I hated so much what they did in Ultron. Okay. So, okay. Uh, well, I, you know what? I, I, I'm in a different camp entirely. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my my favorite because I I love this movie. I there's no downside at all in my opinion. This movie was top marks all around. Uh, runner up to favorite uh, to my favorite scene was was the airport battle, specifically everything with Spider Man because he's he's got all these little quips. He's coming yeah. in like he pops in and steals Cap's shield and like drops down like hi everybody, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> Like you know, underoos. Like yeah. you know, he introduces himself. There's the little, the little bit back and forth between him and Tony. Like you don't really need to do this. You know, you can tell he's like this nervous little fanboy who's like a new introduction to the superhero club. And he's like, hey guys, hey guys, yeah, I got powers too. Oh, you're awesome though. But then like you get into the the, the meat and potatoes of the fight, and he's like. He's nerding out. He's dropping all kinds of like tech knowledge. I like, like when he makes that the shield comment about has the like shield. D- that shield doesn't obey the laws of gravity, does it? And Tony says, or uh, Steve says something back. The bit where they where he drops in the airport and he hits Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and like Winter Soldier takes a swing on him and he just effortlessly bends his arm back. Goes, you got a metal arm. That's so <laughs> cool. That's so cool. <laughs> you know, and he's talking about. He was about, the audience. He was the audience, very much like Deadpool, which I love because they took some serious cues from Deadpool. I hope hell yeah. Okay, I'm almost broke some fourth fourth wall. I'm hoping that at some point because. In the comic books, Deadpool and Spider-Man have a yeah. very special relationship. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and I'm worried because Fox and Sony yeah, yeah, respectively yeah. own Deadpool and Spider-Man, and, and there's gonna and, they, and so, since okay, Fox yeah, also has X-Men, like there's gonna have to come a point where Fox is gonna have to fucking join this little empire to like really bring this thing. I'm full telling circle. you, and I've said this, they are waiting to see how things work out with Sony and them lending Spider-Man to the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Little known fact, Hulk is owned by Universal. Mm-hmm. I actually But Universal, nerd, nerd, Universal had zero issues in lending the Hulk, but that's also why we haven't seen any more standalone films because Universal had a Mark little Ruffalo. too much control over uh, The Incredible Hulk, which had Ed Norton in it. And so they haven't done anything, but that's also why we... FYI, if you guys don't know, Thor Ragnarok is a buddy movie with Thor and Hulk. I'm so traveling excited. Through time because they so get a hold excited. of the Tesseract. That's going to be Which we saw in Captain fun. America, the first Avenger. And spoiler, so I've heard Thanos pops up in the end and steals the Tesseract away, which gives which him the first stone. Nice. Right. Which gives yeah. him the first stone. So getting I'm excited because Mark Ruffalo. But that's- yes, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. He's, he's just great. Uh, getting back, I loved everything about that the 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 airport fight with Spider-Man uh, everything about the airport fight with 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 Ant-Man becoming giant there and fucking with Rhodey and just like everything in there and of course Spider-Man like hey, you guys ever see that really old movie loved it loved it but my favorite and I I have to kind of get deep and emotional here my favorite part of the film was the end fight with Cap and Iron Man okay that all the feels. Okay, all the feels. Like seeing the trade-off with with I mean the the camaraderie, the brotherhood between Bucky and and Cap was beautiful and and you could tell that they had hung out a lot off-screen because their chemistry was very natural. It's improved a lot. It has over That's the course of the last the few years. With Bucky is it that has their been. relationship better. deepened off-screen. He's gotten likely. better, but I'll tell you Cap 
admitting to Tony that he knew that Bucky killed Iron Man's parents. Uh-uh. Or excuse me. I mean, I mean, oh man. I immediately that's when I went from, well, maybe Cap, no, nope, fucking Tony. Iron Man, Team Iron Man all the fucking way. That motherfucker killed your parents. No, 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 no. And that that fight. He's like he knocks, I mean like destroys oh, yeah. Tony's helmet, the way and welds the shield down, over his head yeah. and then just I thought he was going to take him out. Me too. Yes. I really thought so, he was going to take him out. And then he crushes the arc reactor. So you were, just a oh. quick question. You were like, okay, so if you look at it, really, the the side of Iron Man is generally like the more analytical side. So you were confu- you were up in the air about it until the more emotional side of Iron Man came out? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. what, because that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, but like, no, that's what I'm saying. It's just like... It, a lot of the people that I met that were like Iron Man whole way were just like okay because it makes sense like that's the thing that makes sense and and the the cap whole way is just uh, more of an emotional thing but then uh, Harrison saying it's up in the air until Iron Man until is Iron also Man gets emotional, emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so that's that's just different than a lot of the people I've talked to no I mean so. that that hit that struck a chord with me oh no I totally get it, it don't really get me did. wrong. It really I, did. I and a, let's uh, let's do like a quick two minutes here, and then yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump out because we've been talking about. This Sounds for good. A while. Yeah, I have a quick point of contention to what you just said. Okay. When when Cap admits that he knew about Tony's parents, he said that he basically what he admitted to is he knew that they were murdered, but he didn't know it was Bucky until he yeah. just saw that video. That's what he says. Well, in the no, film. but that's not what he says. No, He's that's like, what he did says. Did you know said, about this? He says, he I, says knew, yeah, I knew, but I didn't know it was him. I, I I think you're wrong in that. No, that's what he said. Is that what he said? That's what he said. You saw it more recently than I did. I saw it last night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's still that's still It's still I pretty mean, bad. On on an emotional level that yeah. really got me, but I mean just cinematically the way they did that. It was a great scene. And with with Cap rushing at him with the shield as Tony's hitting the both both of his uh of his hand cannons and I want a poster. I want that poster mm-hmm. of of the of of the the flash of, of oh yeah the, the the energy coming from the repulsor beams and then off of with yeah, the shield the just shield. holding against oh, it and they no, come that together gave me, that gave me like the biggest fucking nerd boner the, <laughs> as long as last... it wasn't an actual one I was sitting next to you man that shit oh and the was... first time I saw it the second time okay you were the okay? second time I was a little less of a clept <laughs> okay yeah just, just saying I was sitting next to you I don't that's not when Harrison when 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 me and Harrison and Jessa saw it the first time. I was sitting two seats down from Harrison, and I felt his nerd boner. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we, we had a bit of a just a sandwich going on. It was, and like literally the last forty-five minutes of the movie, I'm sitting forward in my seat, like. Oh yeah, like all of us. And were I was just so, so glad <laughs> nobody was set in front of me. I was yeah. just so glad. 